Indiana fans seem to be running out of patience with head coach Mike Woodson. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome in. It is the Locked on Hoosiers podcast. I'm your man, Jacob Goins. I appreciate you making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen each and every day. We are part of the Locked on Podcast Network, free and available wherever you get your podcast on your audio platforms. If you're on YouTube, you can just search up in the search bar, Locked on Hoosiers. You'll find us there. Like the video, subscribe to the channel on YouTube. Today's episode is brought to you by FanDuel. Make every moment more. New customers, join today and you'll get $150 in bonus bets if your first bet of $5 or more wins. Visit FanDuel.com slash locked on to get started. Indiana fans seem to be running out of patience when it comes to head coach Mike Woodson. We're going to have so much discussion about that today. Why you may be impatient. Why Indiana fans may want to be pulling the trigger on Mike Woodson to get him out of town. Also, we'll look at what you had to say following the Indiana and Purdue loss. Indiana-Purdue game, the Purdue loss for Indiana. And then... Um, also, head coach Kurt Signetti for Indiana football had some things to say, previewing the spring coming up in just a few weeks. So that's here on Locked on Hoosiers. Indiana fans coming down the stretch of this season seem to be very upset. We seem to be a, a fan base that's just not very happy right now. And there's a couple of different ideas and a couple of groups of thinking here. It seems like, based off of what I read, what I see, what I hear in our fan base, I mean, it's over half, easily over half of the fan base is ready to get rid of Mike Woodson right now. They're ready to fire him. They're ready to move on. They're disappointed. They're frustrated. Um, they, they haven't seen anything new, any changes. It's been the same old, same old, and they're ready to pull the trigger right now and just say, look, it's time to move on. You're not, he's not the guy. He's not good for Indiana, whatever. There seems to be over half of the fan base is in that little camp. There's also a group of people that are saying, let's slow down. Let's give him some time. It's only year three, right? He needs more time here in Bloomington. And I understand where both sides are coming from. It just seems like the other crowd of, hey, it's time for him to go is much, much louder. And it typically is, right? That crowd is always louder, whether it be fire the coach or bench this player or start this guy or get rid of this guy, whatever the case may be, that crowd always seems to be a little bit louder in the take action now rather than let's be a little more realistic, let's kind of slow down and let's see how it plays out. And that's exactly what's happening here is Indiana fans, this fan base is very passionate. We care about Indiana basketball and we want it to be great and we want it to be great right now because it used to be great all the time. And we can all agree that it just hasn't been there in a long time. And as I said yesterday, it doesn't help that our biggest rival is really, really good. It doesn't help that the Big Ten is really, really good. And, you know, 
it's it's understandable, right? You understand why other fans around this fan base are frustrated and have lost all hope and patience for Mike Woodson because there just hasn't been a whole lot of improvement this year. And, and we've mentioned before how I truly believe how a lot of the problems a year ago, last year, were covered up by Shafino and Trace Jackson Davis. And I, I think we can all agree on that to a certain extent, that there were some problems, and Mike Woodson may not have been the best coach at the time, but when you've got true playmakers, they can help overcome that. And while Indiana right now, we've got guys that can play ball. I mean, there's some serious talent. I've said that numerous times. I think this is a really talented team. It's just been a poor coaching job so far. So then the question becomes, okay, who's in the right thinking? Is it the group that says this experiment's not working, it's time to move on, we're digging ourselves a deeper hole? Or is it the group that says let's slow down, give him time, and let him build the program how he wants it? I get both sides. I really, really do. I understand both sides of it. I'm extremely upset and frustrated with how this season has gone because Changes are just not being made. Nothing is happening. It's the same thing every single time. And that really is frustrating to me because this is a uber talented team that I think could be a lot better than it is. But for those of you that say, give him time to build the program, you know, most coaches, it took six or seven, eight years to build their program. Yeah, you're not wrong either. You're not wrong either. And so where do I fall? Kind of in the middle. I'm not ready to fire Mike Woodson, but I'm not just chilled back with my feet up, drinking a margarita, saying, oh, everything's fine. We're going to be okay. Indiana's going to be great again one day. I, I'm not I'm not there either. Something's got to change, and I hope that it's Mike Woodson's strategy. I hope that it's his coaching game plan. Recruiting is fine. Recruiting's fine. Indiana's got good players. Indiana's bringing in good players. You've got one already signed. You're trying to bring in another. He's hitting the recruiting trail hard. I'm not worried about that. I'm not worried about that. What I'm worried about is bringing these players in, them not getting better, Indiana not getting better, and then they leave. And then we're back to square one. And then when you do eventually fire a coach, if that's where this ends up, then yeah, you're all the way back at the beginning and you got to restart. And that process does take a long time. And building a program, especially in today's world of college basketball, is not easy. It's not easy at all. It's easier to catch up a little bit with the transfer portal, but to build a true foundation is extremely difficult because of NIL and the transfer portal. So all of that to say, to say this, I get where you're coming from. If you're in that side of, I'm done, I'm over it, Mike Woodson's lost me, it's time to move on, it's time to get him out, I get it. I do. I understand completely. And as we go along and we have more games like we had this past Saturday, I inch closer to that. I really do. But for those that say, let's give it a little time, you got to understand why they think that way. But I think we can all agree that you can't just sit back and hope that it gets better. Something has to change. Something has to happen. And I think that starts right now. And I was hoping that that change had already started, but 
it hasn't. And that's the big problem is none of that is happening in season. And that's what worries me for the future. Even if recruiting does stay hot, even if it does stay good, if you don't improve your team and you don't make them better as a head coach, you're asking for a bad ending years and years to come. Coming up on Locked on Hoosiers, we will take a look at what you had to say following the Indiana and Purdue game. Uh, We'll look at YouTube comments on the latest video. You guys always have great things to say, so be sure that you're interacting on there. We're going to take a look at that. I'll kind of give you my thoughts based on what you said. Plus, we'll also take a look at what head coach Kurt Signetti for Indiana football had to say. Previewing spring coming up in just a few weeks. It's right around the corner, folks. It's crazy, I know. We'll talk about all that coming up on Locked on Hoosiers. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by FanDuel. Get buckets with your first bet on FanDuel, America's number one sports book. Because right now, new customers get $150 in bonus bets with any winning $5 bet. You can bet on the Indiana Hoosiers. You can bet on uh, you've got all the NBA games going on with the Pacers. You have the All-Star game coming up this weekend. And so they're going to have all kinds of crazy stuff on FanDuel for the All-Star game. So be sure that you go and check that out. You can get 150 bucks if your bet wins. All you got to do, bet 5 bucks. If you win, they're going to give you 150 You cannot beat that. Bet on all your favorite NBA players and teams with exclusive props, quick bets, live same-game parlays, and much more. Just visit FanDuel.com slash LockedOn and shoot your shot. FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NBA. Welcome back into Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you making this your first listen each and every day. If you're on YouTube, like the video, subscribe to the channel. Helps us grow as we push towards 1,800 subscribers and then we get to 19 and then 2,000. So thank you so much for that. If you're on your audio platforms, turn on notifications. That way you don't miss any new episodes of Locked on Hoosiers. I want to dive into what you are saying. The fans, the listeners of this show about Indiana basketball because we're a passionate bunch. We get into it a little bit and we get fired up about our team because we want them to be so good. And I love being able to interact with you on the YouTube video. So this is from yesterday's episode. And you start looking at what people are saying and it's understandable. It is. You understand where people are coming from and why they are upset. And this person starts it off and says they've gone winless, talking about Indiana, of course. So they've gone winless against Purdue six of the last eight seasons. Unacceptable question mark. It's pretty much the standard at this point. And it's not the standard, but it's becoming more and more common. It's become a common theme in this rivalry where Purdue has had the upper hand. And the older generation Indiana fans don't, they didn't see that for a long time. And I think the younger generation Indiana fan have seen the ugly part of it. And again, I think that's why so many fans are fired up right now, currently with how down we are versus where Purdue Purdue is. And that's, that's always tough. It's, it's like a double whammy, right? You get kicked one time. And then as soon as you're on the ground, you go ahead and just get kicked again, just because, and that's what makes it, Really, really difficult. Would it be easier if Purdue wasn't any good? Eh, maybe. I mean, we wouldn't hear about it and see it as much, but it wouldn't make Indiana any better. So I don't know. It's a weird, it's a weird line to walk on. 
Uh, this person says, Mike Woodson will get us right next season. We will have the guards and our holes filled. Uh, we were predicted 16 and 14 this season. It's not the end of the world. And uh, he got a response and said, I hope you're right about recruiting the guards because that's one area Woody and the coaching staff have fallen far short. Um, he said, not trying to dump on Sparks and Walker, but I uh, would have been preferable for the Hoosiers to have picked up a couple of guards in the portal instead of those guys. And Hindsight's 2020, obviously, but yeah, I, I'm kind of with you guys where guard play has to improve. It has to get better. And look, that's not going to happen in this season. It's just not. We're middle of February. That's not in the cards right now, but you've got to go out and get some dudes that can play, that can shoot, handle the basketball, and facilitate. Indiana does not have that right now at the guard spot because Xavier Johnson, he's hurt. Trey Galloway, come on. CJ Gunn, it's hit or miss. Anthony Leal, hit or miss. Gabe Cups, non-existent. The guard play is abysmal right now. And anytime that Indiana goes up against any other team with legitimate guards, which is most Big Ten teams, they're in trouble. So, yeah, you're absolutely right that the guard play has to improve. Seems to be a little confidence there that they'll be right next season. Said it's not the end of the world, but... Maybe Indiana goes and recruits them. Maybe they go in the transfer portal. Maybe that is what saves Mike Woodson's job. I, I don't know, but it's worth a shot. He said, this person says, coaching isn't the problem. They have a culture problem. You can't fix that changing coaches every few years. I'm going to disagree. I'm going to wholeheartedly disagree. If there's a culture issue, that's on coaching because the culture is set by the head coach. He comes in or he or she comes in and says, this is what we're doing. This is how we're going to do it. And it's going to lead to these results. You either buy in or you get out. And I just don't know if, if Indiana has that right now. And I get where you're coming from, where you say, well, you can't ever establish a program if you're changing coaches all the time, which is absolutely true. But if there's a culture issue, I, I put that on coaching. Yes, it's a player problem, but players are a direct reflection of their leader, a.k.a. their coach. And if that doesn't change and there's no accountability, there's no passion, there's no wants and drive to be better, that starts at the top with the head coach. Uh, you look at some of these other ones. Um, he says, Purdue beating IU twice this year is not a surprise as they are a superior team. What's unacceptable is not playing your chief rival competitively in either game. Without solid guard play, Indiana will continue to struggle in the remaining games. And, and yeah, Michael, I, I'm with you on that. And I think most fans like us are, are in that same boat. Were we really expecting to beat Purdue? Man, maybe not. I thought we could. I absolutely thought we could. And that, that was not a lie by any means. But you want to be competitive against your rival. You want to have a chance to beat your rival, right? And it just didn't seem like Indiana gave themselves a chance to do that. And that's what's demoralizing more than anything is it's just upsetting. And you're like, great, we lost. Not only did we lose to them, we got destroyed by them twice our place and their place. And that really is what is upsetting. A couple of others before we move on. Um, this person says, Shop Doc uh, says, need a better X's and O's coach. A coach with a fiery personality, but one 
that can relate with his players and mentor them. Someone who understands how to develop these men's skills and correct their mistakes constructively. Someone who is demanding of his teams and holds players accountable. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And look, here's the thing. Mike Woodson is a very old school coach. We know that. We all know that. We knew that when Indiana hired him, right? Look where he comes from. Look at the era that he came from. He came from the NBA. He came in that older generation of college basketball. Like he's an old school coach. Not saying there's anything wrong with that, but look at the trend in college basketball. Look at it. Look at the old school coaches. I put that in air quotes for those of you on audio. They're starting to leave the game. And not that not that he's been coaching college basketball for 30 years, but look at the old school guys. They're getting out of the game. It's not the game is past them. And Mike Woodson, he's very calm. He's very collected. He's not going to get super fired up. He's not going to get in your face. He's not going to get at the officials. He's not going to rip the jacket off and just go berserk on the sideline. And I can't speak to whether he holds players accountable or not, but you've got to be a coach that shows a little something and, yeah, does make your team better, does make your players better. And through his very short time here, I haven't seen that. And that's an issue for me. That's a big problem for me, which is why I think there's an issue here. And I'm beginning to become impatient with Mike Woodson because those things aren't happening I would love for him to get teed up sometime. Could you imagine if he got teed up because he was fired up? You can't tell me the players wouldn't feed off of that and and play a little bit harder. And when the same mistakes continue to happen game after game after game, night after night after night, yeah, you're not holding them accountable. You're not teaching them. You're not making them better. You're just kind of there as a mentor. And Indiana, this team needs more than that. They need this program needs more than that. They need a coach. I think Woody can be that, but he just hasn't been that yet. And so I'm I'm absolutely with you. I really am. I'm with you. And that's why, again, a lot of people are fired up. They're impatient. Some are ready to go. Some are ready to move on. And and the fan base is torn on, on Mike Woodson right now. Well, coming up on Lockdown Hoosiers, our final segment, we'll take a break from basketball, take a look on the football side of things. What is Kurt Signetti saying about spring practice coming up in just a couple of weeks? All that coming up on Lockdown Hoosiers. Today's episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by eBay Motors. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay's guaranteed fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. eBay guaranteed fit only available to U.S. customers. 
Final segment here on Locked on Hoosiers. I appreciate you being here. Appreciate you being an everydayer as well. And a reminder, we are free and available wherever you get your podcast. Well, I know we've got a lot of basketball talk, men and women's here, but uh, crazy to think that we are like a month and a half away from the start of spring practice for Indiana football. A new head coach, Kurt Signetti, met with the media uh, a couple of days ago and had some really good things to say. And uh, some of the quotes, um, you know, he was asked about just kind of what the goals were, what he wants to do in spring practice, what he wants to see out of spring practice. And he said it's all about player development and kind of just instilling a new mindset, installing, um, bringing a new mindset, if you will. And here's a good quote from him. He said, quote, well, there's no scoreboard, so everybody has a great spring, he said about the approach. Uh, he said, quote, you want to develop players, get your offense, defense, special team systems in, see improvement on, on a daily basis, keep guys healthy, don't get anybody injured. All you're looking for is sort of individual development, but start to build that kind of team identity. This is who we are. This is how we practice. This is how we play. This is how we play every play, fast, physical, relentless, finish one play at a time, right? All of those things that you want to hear. And those are all of the things that you have to bring as a new head coach in college football. Because look at what is happening. Look at what's going on around you. The Big Ten changing like crazy. College football changing like crazy. And Coaches nowadays, especially college football coaches, have such little power. And yeah, I said that right. Have such little power because the players hold all the cards. They hold all the cards with NIL and the transfer portal because they're getting paid. Some of them are getting paid near what a coach gets paid. And then if they're unhappy, if you do something they don't like or they just want to see you fail and say, shove it, they can leave. And there's nothing that the coach can do about it, which is so crazy to me. And for a long time here at Indiana for football, it just hasn't been where it needs to be. There has been culture issues. There have been accountability issues. There have been just low expectations and somehow, some way, Indiana even not hitting those. And when you're a new head coach and you're walking into a program like this that has been down for a while, it's hard to figure out where to start. And so focusing on the little things of, yeah, we're going to get better every day. We're going to establish how we're going to walk in this building, the things we're going to do, the things we're going to say, how we're going to practice, how we're going to lift weights, how we're going to treat each other, how we're going to talk to each other, how we're going to communicate with our coaches, all of those things that you have to do as a brand new coach at a brand new school. And I think these are things that Kurt Signetti was doing in every place he's been, right? And look at what he was doing at James Madison. He made them into a good program because you did it the right way. Look at all the legendary coaches in college football. They did it the right way by the small things first, and it ended up being pretty good. We'll see what happens here, but just establishing that culture and that mindset of this is Indiana football. We are going to bring it every day and we're going to hit you in the mouth and we are not scared of you. We're not worried about you. We're going to be better. We're going to make ourselves better each and every day. That's exciting. And so I really am I'm excited to see and hear the notes coming out of practice and going and watching practice and seeing 
the different things and the new ways of doing things for Indiana football. Who knows what the expectations are? They're probably not going to be very high in year one, but that's exciting. That's what makes a new coach, a new era, so much fun to talk about and hypothetical and the what ifs because everything is in front of us. Everything is there for the taking. And realistically, there are no expectations. And so you just want to see the changes. You want to see what's different from year to year. You want to see maybe there's more passion. Maybe they're bigger, better, and you know, physical, faster guys on the team. I don't know. We're going to find out. And with so many new faces, you have that opportunity to do that. So I'm excited to cover it through the spring, through the summer when they're just working out and stuff, and then getting into fall practice as well. We're going to have all that for you here on Locked on Hoosier. So excited for that. Basketball season continuing to roll, but spring practice six weeks away. Come on now. We're so close. I can feel it. You'll have baseball. You'll have spring practice, basketball wrapping up, and so much more. All of that will be with you and me right here on Locked on Hoosiers. Well, that's going to do it for today's episode. Thank you so much for being here. Again, I appreciate you being in every day. Or like the video, subscribe to the channel. All that is free. If you're on YouTube, you can subscribe and turn on notifications on your audio platforms as well, where we are free and available each and every day. Be sure you do all of that. More episodes coming this week. Again, no Indiana men's game this week, so we won't have any preview or recap episodes, but we get the women's side of things, more storylines for the men, and anything else that happens in Indiana athletics. So until next time, Hoosier fans, stay safe, and I'll talk to you later.